Welcome to another episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast. He wants to lock her in and she wants to keep her options open. That's the idea that we're going to be discussing on this podcast. Now, there's long been the thought and the notion that females are an options open orientation and that they want to keep their mating options open in order to give them the best chance to reproduce and to increase the survivability of the species. Um, it's also been known that males like to lock the female in to themselves. They want to reproduce their bloodlines and pass on their DNA to future generations. And so they try to prevent the female from reproducing with other males. It's what's called mate guarding. Um, so we're going to be discussing that on this episode of the podcast and explaining how it's evolved, what it means, and as you as a man with, in a relationship with a female, based upon understanding that, how do you behave uh, in different stages of the relationship in order to overcome that? Uh, before we get into it, I want to talk about spiders just a little bit and what we can learn from Nephilid spiders about this idea that males want to lock the female in and females want to keep their options open. Well, as it turns out, within the species of Nephilid uh, spiders, after the male and female are done mating, the male will often break off his pelp and his pelp is the device that he uses to insert sperm inside the female. And what he does is he breaks it off inside her entryway. The whole purpose in doing so is to what? To block her so that she is unable to mate with any other male spiders. So you can see that's an extreme example of uh, how a male spider tries to lock the female in to him. She can't mate with anybody else. She can only reproduce with him. If he does not uh, inseminate her and get her uh, uh, sperm fertilized, she won't be able to reproduce because he's blocked her. And for the male spider, that's okay. For the female, it is not. She needs to ensure that she is fertilized and inseminated so that the species can live on. So what's happened uh, over uh, thousands of years and evolutionary traits being passed on and evolving is that the female Nephilid spider has developed a series of chambers inside her body so that when the male spider breaks his pelp off inside her, it's likely to fall into one of these little chambers and not block her entryway. So guess what? she can then mate with other Nephilim spiders. And whichever male spider is able to inseminate her and get her pregnant uh, will allow his DNA to be passed on. So the female spider is interested in keeping her options open, mating with the spider that is able to inseminate, inseminate her, um, so that she can pass on uh, and keep the species alive and going with the strongest male, which gives her the greatest chance to reproduce. So from this example, we can see and understand, right? 
Males are biologically driven, at least in spiders, to uh, mate, guard, and lock the female in, keep her from reproducing with other males. And the female has an options open orientation. Now that same kind of notion exists in human beings as well. We're all aware of this. We all know how these ideas uh, come about. We've all felt them and seen them. It's not as pronounced as within the male Nephilim spiders and the females, but it exists. Uh, I don't know many men that would break their pelp off inside a female to prevent her from mating with other men. So it's not as drastic or uh, extreme, but it does happen. We all know it does. There's an urge within a lot of men, within females, for these orientations. Uh, I remember an acquaintance of mine several years ago, for example, and he was dating a girl. They weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but they were dating and they were having sexual relations. And one of the things he told me was, he said he always wanted to make sure that they had sex at least every 14 days. And I'm like, why? Why is that? And he's telling me, well, I read an article that, you know, when you have sex, the female releases oxytocin and it's a bonding, you know, neurotransmitter. So I'm doing that to make sure that she doesn't have sex with anybody else. And I was like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Because first of all, what you, one thing you have to remember is that neurotransmitters, oxytocin, dopamine, whatever, are highly context-specific. So the context of the situation shapes the impact that they have on another person. So if they were just having kind of casual sex, um, and not intimate, romantic, deep loving sex, the oxytocin won't have the same impact on the female that it does um, if, if it was a much deeper uh, intimate um, sexual relations. So the chances of him being able to block her from mating with other men based upon his idea of having sex with her every 14 days is really rather, uh, it's, not, it's not a serious idea. Okay, so just please remember that if you've read that before. Anyways, now let's get into the more detailed specifics of the podcast. First of all, we're going to just talk about what options open means to the female and what characteristics uh, of a female are more likely to lead to an options open orientation because there's a number of variables that will impact this. We're going to look at some research that's been done by uh, Dribble and Druin on this and also just kind of walk through what that means. Then we're going to get into three scenarios and understand what each scenario means in terms of a woman's options open orientation and how you as a man deal with that successfully. And those three scenarios, number one, you're just starting to date somebody. And so what is her options open orientation look like? How do you deal with it? Number two, you've been dating somebody for a year. You have a breakup uh, last like two months. What's likely happening there in terms of her options open orientation? And scenario three, you've been married five years or 10 years or 15 years and she's been unhappy in the last year or two and now she wants a separation and or divorce. What is likely to be her options open orientation in that situation? And how do you, as a male, handle it? So we're going to go through those three situations. So let's just get into a little bit more about having an options open orientation or a plan B. 
Um, research from Dribble and Druin, um, what this really means from a female is that she is potentially interested in other romantic relationships, even though she might be in a, a committed relationship, and she stays in contact with these people. So for example, I might be dating a woman, we're dating for six, seven months, we say that we're in a committed relationship, but it's possible and likely, especially if she's younger, that she's still staying in contact with other guys for possible romantic uh, relationships. Doesn't mean they're dating, doesn't mean they're talking seriously, they're staying in some kind of contact. That is a normal thing. So if I start dating a woman, especially if she's younger, um, and we're dating for six or seven months, even if we call ourselves boyfriends or girlfriends, it's highly likely she's still got a plan B or a couple of plan Bs in motion because she's not sure about me yet. Remember from our research on trust, women take longer to trust a male and for good reason, um, and they're more risk averse. So they gotta really be sure about us. They gotta be sure about the male. Uh, they could trust him, they could feel safe with him, he, he can provide and protect uh, for them, they can build a future together, all the things that a female needs to see for a long-term relationship, and that's a normal, healthy thing. So as a man, one of the things you probably need to get over is this idea that once you guys are in a, a committed relationship, that she is going to eliminate all her plan Bs, you are naive. Okay. I would probably just accept that might be the case and if it was me I would never give it another thought because what I want to do is create a trusting relationship safe and a highly attractive one in which my girlfriend or wife or whatever feels uh, safe special happy nourished excited in love all the positive emotions and the longer I can do that the more likely it is she'll eliminate her plan B's so that's what you want to do. Okay, so now let's just talk about a couple of statistics from, uh, from uh, Dribble and Dewin. College age women uh, in their research that were uh, in relationships have an average of 3.78 plan Bs. So if you start dating a woman and that's a college age, it's highly likely she has a bunch. The longer you date, the more she trusts you, the more she feels safe, the more she sees a future with you. Over time, she'll allow her plan Bs and her options um, to decrease. Um, other research from uh, Dibble and Druid shows that 20% of all women in relationships have at least one plan B. So one out of every five women in a relationship has some kind of plan B uh, active, meaning um, some other guy, she's potentially interested in, romantic, in a romantic relationship, and they stay in some form of contact. Again, it could just be occasional messaging here and there, nothing serious, but keeping it some, she's keeping it somewhat active, just in case, right? So keep that in mind. Now there's a number of variables from the research of Dibble and Drew and that show us that four kind of key variables will impact a woman's options, open orientation, um, and, and impact the number of plan B's that she has. Number one is age. The younger a female is, the more likely she is to have more plan B's. So just keep that in mind. Doesn't mean she's going to. It means she's more likely to. 
The older she gets, the less likely she is to have plan Bs, especially if she's in a longer term relationship. The number two factor is the, the current satisfaction of the relationship. If you're in a relationship with a woman and she has low satisfaction, she's more likely to have an options open orientation and a number of plan Bs. If she's younger, if she's not satisfied in a relationship, then she's more likely to have plan Bs, right? So you gotta keep all these things in mind. If she's older, but she's not satisfied in the relationship, again, um, it's possible she has plan B. Sat relationship satisfaction is gonna be a, play a huge role in all of these things. The third factor is the female has an unrestricted socio-sexual orientation. She has an open sexual orientation. Now again, that's another factor that's possible that would lead to having more plan Bs. Doesn't mean she's going to, but it's a factor. You could have a woman that's very open sexually, but also has a lot of empathy and compassion and a lot of, 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 of guilt associated with those activities, potentially, if she's in a relationship. So that doesn't mean she's necessarily going to be having a lot of plan Bs just because she's open sexually, so keep that in mind. And the fourth variable is a, a, a female that has uh, elements of sociopathy, where she, ha she doesn't have conscious feelings and she doesn't have guilt about things she does. So again, those four things. Age, the younger they are, the more likely are they are to have options, open orientation, and plan B. Um, the current relationship satisfaction, the lower it is, the more likely they are to have a plan B orientation. Um, if they have an unrestricted sexual orientation, makes it more likely. And if they exhibit elements of sociopathy, that means they're more likely to keep an options open orientation. So all these things, gotta, you gotta take them all into account and just understand that. Okay, so let's get into the three scenarios now and what it means in terms of a female, her options open orientation and how you as a man should deal with it to be successful. Um, the first scenario is you just started dating her. You're dating her for a while, six weeks, seven weeks, it's going good. You guys are f feeling like you're falling in love. Do you think that she has a number of plan Bs uh, 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 that are active? My guess would be yes. And my second comment would be, I wouldn't spend one moment of time thinking about it. You focus on what you do, you focus on making her feel that she can trust you, feel safe with you, be attracted to you, excited, fun times, positive emotions. And if she can trust you, and if she sees that you can provide and protect for her and for her family, then she'll move towards you. And over time, she'll eliminate her plan Bs and her options open orientation will decrease. The stronger your relationship gets with her, the less likely it is that she'll have plan Bs and, and her options oriented, open orientation will decrease. I would not spend one moment thinking or talking about whether she has plan Bs or not. I would never ask her. I wanna focus on positive emotions and feelings, getting her to feel comfortable with me, to trust me. And this is just a natural thing that females have this options open orientation. So. My advice to you as a man or partner of a female would just be to accept that. 
accepted as reality, focus on positive actions, positive behaviors, and move forward. All right, let's go to scenario number two. You've been dating for a year, and you have a small breakup that lasts a month or two, or she wants space or to find herself or whatever's going on. Um, and then you get back together. So my guess would be, this is not necessarily the case, but we've got to take these, the four variables into consideration. But if I was dating a female and then we had a small breakup like that, my, my assumption would be, right or wrong, that it, it would be highly likely that she would open the door up a little bit to some other men. Yeah, she might talk to some guys a little bit or connect with somebody she hasn't talked to in a, in a while that she has a potential romantic interest in. And she maybe she goes on a date or two, but who knows. But then as things get better between me and her, she'll close the door back up on those other guys. I would just assume that's going to be the case and I wouldn't really worry about it. I would again focus on my behaviors. I would focus on being positive. If she broke up with me, I would be positive and exceed her expectations, right? We talked about expectations and how they work. Okay, that's what I would do in that situation. That's what my expectations of how that situation would play out would be. All right, third scenario. You're married for five years, 10 years, 15 years, something like that. Your wife has been unhappy the last year or two in the relationship. And she finally comes to you and says, she says that she doesn't want the relationship anymore. She's in, she loves you, but she's not in love with you. She wants a separation and probably divorce. If that's the situation, I would highly, I would simply assume that it's possible that she has a plan B out there. Doesn't mean it's serious, doesn't mean she's involved with them, but there's likely a plan B at some stage of development. There usually typically is, not, all, not always, but usually is. So if I was the man in that situation, what I would do would be, I would just reorient myself and put myself and get myself straight right away and say, it's highly likely there's a plan B. I don't know what stage they're at, She's probably opened the door to one guy or a couple of guys as a potential romantic interest. She may be seeing somebody. She may or may not be emotionally involved with somebody. But when a female comes to you and says she loves you but she's not in love with you anymore and she wants a separation divorce, I can assure you in her mind, she is not committed to you. And if you behave in ways that you think she is, you are going to lose her. She's not committed to you anymore. Get that through your mind and accept that. Once you do, you move forward with appropriate behaviors. What are appropriate behaviors? Safe, trusting, positive, attractive. If she's rejecting you, you are positive in the face of her rejection. If you've done bad things that need forgiveness, you behave in ways that get forgiveness. If you need to make changes in your behavior, you start making those changes. I personally would not focus, I would not ask one question about whether she's seen somebody or else. If she is, she is. 
If she's not, okay, fine. It's irrelevant to what I need to do to make the changes within myself. And by the way, because we know females are highly conflict avoidant, that if she is speaking to somebody else, it's highly unlikely she's gonna want to share and tell you because she doesn't want to hurt you and she doesn't want conflict. So let's remember that. Don't force and pressure her into a situation that's gonna make her stressed and uncomfortable. The more you do that, the more negative emotions she's gonna have associated with you and the more likely it is you're gonna push her away. So in that situation, you're married for a number of years, she comes to you, she tells you she wants a separation or divorce. Whether she is uh, has a plan B romantic interest lined up or she's pursuing one, to me, irrelevant. I move forward with positive changes, positive behaviors to elicit the emotions I want from her. I want her to trust me. I want her to be able to feel she can be safe with me emotionally. I want her to see my strength and be attracted to me. I want to see the changes that I'm making within myself so that she can see those changes and have faith that they will continue and exist. So that's what I would do in that situation, except the reality. The reality is that B females are options open oriented. We see this in many, many species of, of, of females. We see it in human being females. From the research shows us this. And we know that males want to lock females in, okay? We understand this, but we have to be smarter than this. Because if you approach the situation like a caveman or a Neanderthal, you try to control her, or you get angry, or you exhibit mate guarding behavior when in the female's mind she's not with you, you will simply push her away. All right, so we've learned a little bit here about options, open orientation, what it means for a female. And we've looked at some statistics in terms of what are the statistics and how to female being younger and low current satisfaction in the relationship, etc. And we've looked at situations and how you should understand what a female is likely to be and how you need to behave in ways with her that'll allow her to, over time, reduce her plan Bs and reduce her, decrease her options open orientation so that she will have higher commitment levels towards you. All right, so thank you once again for listening to this podcast of Climbing Henge. Thank you.